2024 NFL playoffs begins now with a wild card round and SOS got you covered. My name is Stacy Carr II and with me got Matt Huff who got the bling on and we also got Noah Urudia. What's up guys? It was good. What's going on? All right. Ready so for the, ready for the most exciting part of the NFL season, baby. All right, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Playoffs are here. This is how the episode gonna go, people. Uh, we each gonna pick one matchup and we're gonna break it down. Then we got a couple of fun segments that we're gonna get into, and we're gonna make the quick pick of the matchups that we didn't go into great detail about. So here we go. Let's start off with the matchups. Matt, which game are you covering? What you got for us? So I'm covering the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Miami Dolphins and the Dolphins pretty banged up. You know, they didn't end the season really on a great note. You know, they choked away the division to the Buffalo Bills. However, this team is still loaded with talent. Tua is a pro bowler for a reason. They've got the number one passing attack in the whole league. And contrary to popular belief, they do have a top 10 rushing attack with uh, A-Chain and Mostert being that dual threat in the backfield. And then also their defense was one of the most improved defensive units in the league this year. They were middle of the pack. I think they were around like 23rd or 24th ranked total defense last year. They moved all the way up to the 10th ranked defense in the league this year. In the Kansas City Chiefs, they are the defending champs, you know. However, their receiving core, very suspect, as we know. You know, Travis Kelsey not, did not exactly have the season that many expected him to have. You know, their defense also did improve as well. And Isaiah Pacheco, as good, hard of a runner he is, their rushing attack is still kind of middle of the pack. So with all of that being said, I'm predicting the upset. I'm going the Miami Dolphins will defeat the Kansas City Chiefs if the Chiefs don't have the refs on their side this time. <laughs> That's right. I said it. I know know it's going to be cold, but it feels like in the playoffs every year we have that, you know, that Tim Tebow-esque upset, you know, like when he upset the Pittsburgh Steelers all all those years ago. I feel like this could be that game. I think the Miami Dolphins have the talent to do so. Also, I feel like Tyreek Hill is going to be cooking against his old team. So, but I think the key will be getting the rushing attack established for the Miami Dolphins early on against that. I think the rushing defense for the Chiefs is kind of, you know, it's it's kind of suspect at times. It's okay, but, you know, I think if you can get Raheem Mostert and Devon A-Chain going early on, the Dolphins could be set. So I, I got the Do- Miami Dolphins winning a close one over the Kansas City Chiefs. I read I read a statistic where two of them, the Miami Dolphins are 0-10 in weather that is very, very, very cold. And this weekend. Yeah, and it's going to be chilly to say the least. I read it can go as low as negative five yep. in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I, – mm. <laughs> usually with warm weather teams go to that cold weather, they don't do so well. Now, nah, nah, I know uh-huh. uh, um, um, the Dolphins have a great rushing attack this year. Raheem most the 18 touchdowns. HM, I think, got like a 4.2 um, um, run time, 40 time. I just – I think I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Like, that cold weather and that 0-10 in cold weather, I am think I'm going to go with the Chiefs. That kind of bothers me. Noah, which, what's your reaction? I want to – I want to – I'm rooting for the Dolphins so bad here. Um, mm-hmm. I want them to win so bad as well. Um, 
I think they got the most com- I think they got the more complete team on paper um as far as position wise and just I think they're a very competitive they've been a very competitive team this year um especially with staying healthy and keeping Tua healthy um I I hate to say this but I slightly got a good Chiefs just because the home field advantage is crazy not the refs <laughs> um I just saw a thing today where it's like the projected weather is supposed to be zero degrees there uh, like, like bro and then like you just said that Stacy like they're 0 and 10 against like really really cold like weathered games and uh, as far as recently and um I don't know it's just I, I think I think all that goes towards like the home field advantage thing um with the Chiefs I I do agree with Matt on like the receivers being very bad this year and suspect and just um I think that's more of a defensive uh, dependent team this year, Chiefs team this year. And I feel like that cold weather and the offense like having to go through and work through all that, I think that'll help the defense in that like aspect to their advantage. So with that, I'm not unfortunately give it to the Chiefs. Sorry, Matt. We we going against you on this one. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next game. Noah, what you got for us? All right, so my beloved roller coaster rides the Pittsburgh Steelers have snuck into oh. the playoffs and are playing at the Buffalo Bills. Now, I, I'm not going to be total delusional here. I do think the Bills probably win this game, but um, uh, I got to get – I just I just saw right now that Minka Fitzpatrick logged in a full practice today, so there's that. Uh, we haven't had him for the second half of the season. Um, TJ Watt is out, so that's probably why the money line is favoring the Bills by 10 points. Um, <laughs> going into this game with Mason Rudolph is uh definitely something to I, I just don't know how I feel about yet. I mean, from what I've seen so far these last two games, it's pretty good, but playoffs and a bad weather game like this, like I don't know, we'll see. Um, we can, I feel like we could definitely like run the ball uh well against the Bills. And if we get the passing game going, uh, which uh, that would be that would be very key for us. Um, Rasul Douglas hasn't practiced for the Bills either. Uh, neither has Taylor Rapp. Um, I think I think the Bills, uh, with their home field advantage, um, which is key with Bills Mafia, um, I think they're if they get that passing game going, it's going to be a tough time for us, um, especially excuse me with how mobile Josh Allen is uh, without having to worry about TJ. And um, yeah, I know. I know. I saw Gabe Davis didn't practice either. That might be like a big um, key injury update to look at. But um, yeah, I would have to give it to the Bills on this one. Right, I agree with you. I'm going with the Bills. I think the Bills um, been on a mission ever since they went. Uh, I think five and five uh, when everybody was writing them off, starting to write them off. I just never bought into the Pittsburgh Steelers this entire season. I'm sorry to tell you that. No, but, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, they they they're the weirdest ten and seventeen team I've ever seen ever in life. I don't know how they did it, but they did it. I gotta give them respect. But I just think that with them being inept on offense at most times, and then defensively, you you're not gonna have TJ White. I think it's gonna be a little bit tough. So I'm going with the Bills. Uh, Matt, what you think? 
Yeah, I got to go with the Buffalo Bills here, too, although I do think it's going to be a closer matchup than some people are expecting just because Mike Tomlin is one of the best coaches in the NFL for a reason. But like like Stacy said, like the absence of T.J. Watt, I think is going to be very key, especially with how well Josh Allen has played past the, the last stretch of the season. And ever since the Bills fired their offensive coordinator, they seem like a completely different team. You know, they still got a solid defense. And I just feel like in that home field advantage, like Noah said, I feel like it it's going to be real key. And if you think about it, I will give the Steelers this. The advantage they have is they don't really have pressure on them. Everyone's looking at the Buffalo Bills and the talent they have. And they're like, okay, you know, your window's closing. You know, now is the time to strike. Whereas the Steelers, it's like, they're the underdog anyway, so it's like they can kind of go in there and play a little lo- looser than the Bills can. But at the end of the day, I think the Bills just have a little too much talent for them to overcome. All right. Okay. So we all in agreement. All right. We got the Bills. All right. My turn. Now I'm going to my game. Y'all already know which game I chose to cover. Mm-hmm. I got to go with my Rams going against the Detroit Lions. All right. The keys for both teams, the Rams. We got to make Jared Goff turnover prone. Although we have a young defense, we have developed some key players on that defense like Kobe Turner, who's done well. Of course, we still got Aaron Donald, uh, Ernie Jones, that linebacker. We got to make Jared Goff throw the interceptions. We got to get, we got to turn them over. So the Detroit Lions passing offense has been great for most of the season. We all know Jared Goff, Amaran St. Brown. Sam Laporta is going to be missing, so they're going to miss their security blanket at tight end. But Jared Goff used to be Sean McVay's boy, and Sean McVay used to coach him. He knows he knows Jared Goff. He knows what it takes. And if you notice in the games this season when Jared Goff turns the ball over, that's when he gets rattled. It happens when he gets rattled. It happens when he gets hit. You know, you, those windows get tighter, and you just throw the ball, make Aaron passes. So, we got to continue that. Then offensively, don't stray away from the run game. Try to run the ball with Kyron Williams, who's been amazing this year, taking over at running back. Um, our passing game, continue to, you know, make great plays in the passing game. Puka Nakua, even though this is going to be his first playoff run, then don't forget he got the greatness of Cooper Cup waiting in the wings. So just continue those great plays on offense defensively. Hit Jared Goff, make him turn the ball over. Now, for the Lions, two things. One, they got to manage the excitement. The home playoff game, first division title in, what, 30 years? You know, Dan Campbell is a high high emotional guy, fiery guy. You know, it's going to be crazy there in Detroit. You got a lot to manage there. You got a lot of people outside of Jared Goff who never, you know, taste the playoffs, never had playoff success. So you got to be careful, manage those emotions. Start off with the run game for them too, for them as well. They got two good running backs on this team, Gibbs and Montgomery, two good ones. Use them early on, get little check down plays, five-yard plays, and take it from there. Also, our quarterback, Matt Stafford, he does turn the ball over too. He does throw some interceptions that make me want to punch the TV screen. <laughs> So you got so yeah the one against the Pittsburgh Steelers still bothers me right there in the red zone. That still bothers me to this day. Uh, you got to make Matthews. You got to turn the ball over. The, the the secondary of the Lions can be suspect. 
You can't expose them. They got a good front seven with Aiden Hutchinson, Azalone, and linebacker. Expose that defensive backfield. They're inexperienced back there. So make those plays. You got two dynamic wide receivers. Continue that good play. The winner that I got in this game. Of course, of course, I got our team winning. The Rams are going to upset the Lions. I think the Rams have overachieved this year. In a good way, they overachieved. They developed. They got the confidence going. I don't think the Lions going to be able to handle that playoff pressure, even though, you know, they got a great story behind them. I don't mind the Lions doing good. I don't mind them doing good. I'm, I'm happy for the Lions. I'm happy for Dan Campbell. But not, not for this weekend. Not for this weekend. I'm going with the Rams. The Rams will upset the Lions. I think it's going to be a close game. It's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be the best game in the wild card round. But at the end of the day, I'm rolling with L.A. Whose house? Rams house. <laughs> what do you think, fellas? Oh, yeah, dude. I, um, you definitely uh, took your time with this one and backed it up validly, man. Like, um, I got I to gotta give you that one, bro. Um, yeah, dude, I totally agree. The Rams on overachieving this year. Um, they definitely were a surprise team for me. Um, it's, it's awesome to see them in the playoffs still playing hard. Um, they're off, that offense has become very explosive and uh, very playmaking. And the defense stepped up more towards the end of the season. Yeah. As well. Who are you picking? Who are you picking? Come on, give it to me. Come on. Uh, I know you got. Come on, man. Come on. I got. I. I'm sorry. I got to go slightly with the Lions only oh, because. No. Oh, only no. because. Only oh, because no. they're at home. Only because they're at home. And here's why: because Jared Goff has performed his best games at home, and I feel like he's gonna have that fire in him. To prove the Rams wrong, that like, oh, you you shouldn't have traded me. <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like I also feel like their offense is a bit better than more explosive than the Rams. Um, both defenses are no, sorry, the Lions defense is um, kind of a roller coaster this year for me, and it's kind of been hard to figure out like how like what their capabilities of and like their consistency and all that. But um, I feel like the home crowd will help them. And, um, yeah, I think it'll be a very close game. I think the Rams will put up a great fight. But, yeah, I got a gun to my head. I got to do the Lions. All right, so there's one knife in my back. Matt, <laughs> Matt how would you feel about this game? What's your reaction? Yeah, I, I think I do agree. I think this is going to be the best game of Wild Card Weekend. Um, you know, and the Rams, they have the experience on their side, you know, even if their defense is not what it used to be. And Matt Stafford is a Super Bowl champion. Man, mm -hmm. I don't know this, but, you know, this Lions fan base, they are rabid, and it's going to be crazy in there. Like Noah said, I feel like this could be one of those games where just the emotion and the from the fan base, because it's been so long, could be the turning point. Uh, you know, the Lions, they're solid all around, even if they're uh -oh. secondary. It's uh -oh. a little suspect. As a result, oh, but I think this is going to go a little differently. A lot of people, I think, are expecting, oh, you know, if this will be a great, you know, Jared Goff, Amon Ross, St. Brown type of day. I think the Lions are going to be a very run-heavy offense this weekend just to oh, settle yeah. down the nerves. Right, and right, right. With the experience of David Montgomery, I think I'm going to go buy a field goal. I'm going to go buy Detroit, unfortunately. Ah, oh, that's the second knife. There I go. Yeah, I that's the second knife. 
if it was in LA, I would definitely go the Rams, but just with that home field advantage, I got to give it to, to Detroit. Yeah, I agree. I, I I was thinking if it was in LA, I'd give it to the Rams. Yeah. All right. So when when the Rams <laughs> win the game, oh, uh, you guys are getting trolled throughout the rest of the playoffs. <laughs> I, I don't. You better stay on Instagram, stay active, because. I'm going to just at you guys the whole time. See, you see, see what happens on this show. Like you, that's all right. That's all right. Miami up to Kansas city. The, don't, don't, don't think the AFC West <laughs> trash talk isn't coming out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, you know, lions, you know, they, they're not going to be pushovers in this game, you know, like Matt said, you know, they got two they got two running backs with Montgomery who does have the experience. Like they they have you know, I, I give their run game a little bit better than the Rams run game. Even though Kyron Williams been great this year. Yeah, two running backs that can mm. dash, catch the ball out the backfield, give you good uh yards on the ground too. You know, that's tough. That's tough. And, you you know, ball control is definitely going to be key, definitely going to be on the uh, Lions' side. I just – I'm just going to ride with the experience and the fact that Sean McVay knows Jared Goff in and out. So – That's valid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So – but also as a fan, I'm very, very uh, hopeful that the Rams win. Oh, sure. (laughs) All right. All right. (laughs) All right. Let's go to our segment. Black Monday happened, fellas. Some coaches Mm got fired. Mm. Coaches got the can. Some coach got the can in the middle of the season. So this is just a simple, simple question right here. If you were a head coach, which NFL team that has an open spot right now, a vacancy, which NFL team would you choose to go to? Uh, amongst the teams that got head coaching vacancies right now, got the Commanders, the Panthers, now the Seahawks in a surprising twist, the Falcons, Raiders, and Chargers. So which team would you rather coach right now? I'd say the Los Angeles Chargers. Hmm. You get Justin Herbert at quarterback. You know, that on paper, that roster is one of the more talented ones in the league. You know, it's just the Chargers just have one of the some of the worst luck, it seems like, in the whole NFL. Uh, but yeah. I'd say out of all those teams, I'd say go and you know go try to reestablish that culture in LA you know like I said the huge kicker for me out of all those teams is the quarterback Justin Herbert you know if you you're already halfway there I feel like having a a solidified quarterback like him so I'd say Justin Herbert or I mean the Chargers just because you got Herbert you already got a talented roster that defense on paper is solid so I'd say them okay okay nice pick nice pick the Chargers noise you got the team yeah, I have to agree, Chargers. Um, if the Falcons had a better quarterback, I probably would have said them by a slight. But uh, right now, yeah, I'd, if I were a coach looking for a job, I'd want to go to the Chargers. Um, like like Mike said, Justin Herbert, you know, I feel like you're already like 60%, at least 50% there uh, with, a, with a competent team. Uh, you still got Derwin James, Khalil Mack still playing good. Austin Eckler, hopefully he bounces back. Keenan Allen's still balling. You know, you got good, like, a good team on paper. It's just like you need to get stuff going. You need a, a good coach to like to have good time management, which is not what they've had these last five years. And it's just like 
I think that's a great opportunity for a young head coach who knows what he's doing in those uh, aspects, especially to get things started in LA. So two charges. All right. I'm going with the Falcons. Now I know they don't have the quarterback, but I just think they have, once the quarterback gets established, the team of the future of like my, like, like, like Matt said, the, the charge is just unlucky. Like, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want to be part of that. No, no, no. Then King now is getting older. You don't know about Austin Eckler. Joey Bosa doesn't hold up. Dur- Durin James don't hold up. So, you know, that's, that's, that's a big mystery spot for me right now. Um, the Falcons, you know, they got a young team that just needs to be molded correctly, coached correctly, used correctly. I feel like Arthur Smith didn't do a good job utilizing the talents on his team. I mean, you got Kyle Pitts, Drake London, and B. John Robinson. Like, three dynamic players who stats should be way better than they are this year. Well, that's just on offense. Yeah, on offense, defense, uh, they got A.J. Terrell, a cornerback, who's a good young corner in the NFL. Uh, I think they got Grady Jarrett on that uh, defensive mm-hmm. line. I think they still got him. So all you need just, you know, plug in a quarterback there. Troy somebody Anderson. that can. Huh? Troy Anderson, Montana State kid. Yeah, Troy, yeah, Troy yeah. Anderson. I remember y'all was talking about him. Uh, uh, yeah, so they just need a quarterback. See me, I'm getting in there. I'm trading immediately. I'm going for Justin Fields. I'm going for Justin Fields. And my, and my safety net will be Russell Wilson. That's all you need. Yep. That's all you need. So I'm going all with the Falcons. Hell yeah! And that's I, I will give you this, Stacey. That is probably an easier division to come up and come out on top yeah, of. Definitely, definitely, so, yes. True. So, yeah. Yeah. So all right. So we got two charges, one Falcon for that. All right. Let's go on to uh, the second part of our NFL Wild Card episode, which is the quick picks. We're gonna talk about real quick the other three matchups that we haven't talked about yet. And we're going to pick our winners and everything. Let's start off with the Browns going against the Texans. Browns against the Texans. Matt, what you got for this game? As exciting as C.J. Stroud is and, you know, as nice a little story the Texans are, I'm going to Cleveland Browns. I, mm. They've got one of the best defenses in the league, and I think they're going to find a way to frustrate C.J. Stroud in a playoff atmosphere. And plus, Joe Flacco has been balling. I, I don't know mm. how he is, but he has been. <laughs> All right, Browns. Noah, who you got? Um, this one I like the Texans, and um, I I agree with Matt. The the Browns defense is um the best in the league. Um, and I think if the Browns are going to win that game, it's going to be because of that. And I feel like C.J. Stroud has the capability, and that offense has the capability to uh, really get things going and find figure out a game plan to go around their strengths and uh, use their strengths to their advantage. Um, I think their passing game is their best in that offense. And um, the defense on the Texans isn't the best. Still a young defense trying to figure stuff out. But um, I think Texans are hungry. I think they, uh, they're they at home. I mean, the Browns are favored by two and a half. So I feel like um, – uh, not that that plays into it or they care, but I feel like um, – the Texans are going to want this really bad, and um, they're going to come out uh, firing. For me, this is like the head versus heart game. Uh, this was like a tough game for me to choose because, you know, the Browns have experience on that side. That defense is fantastic, mm-hmm. uh, to say the least. But then you got the great story of the Texans. I'm a fan of C.J. Stroud. Um, I think they're, pa- they're passing offense. 
can be slightly better. Um, on the Brown side, we don't know if Amari Cooper is going to be there. But um, Joe Flacco has built great rapport with David Joku at tight end. So, you know, that kind of like covers the ground right there. Um, this was tough, but I think I'm going to have to go with the Browns just because they got the experience. Joe Flacco been there, done that Super Bowl champ. And then that defense is just amazing. I think they're going to make it tough for uh, C.J. Stroud. Texans not quite not ready yet to take over the AFC. Quite not ready yet. I know the confidence there, D'Amico Ryan's, uh, he's he's not gonna be uh stirred by by this game, but I'm gonna have to go with the Browns. Like it's not, I think it's gonna be fairly close, but I think the Browns gonna pull it off uh when it gets to the second half. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next game. Packers going against the Cowboys. Matt, what you got for this game? You know what? I already did in the AFC. I'm going, might as well do it in the NFC. I'm going to predict the upset. I'm going to Ooh. take the Packers over the Cowboys. I, I think I think history repeats itself somehow. And I, the Dallas Cowboys, as good as they've looked this year, I just cannot trust them in the playoffs. So I think this is going to be a, another case of you know, fate just takes over and, you know, the young quarterback, Jordan Love, you know, pulls off the upset of the year and they beat the Dallas Cowboys. Wow. Wow. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If that happens, um, do you think this would be Dad Prescott's last year as a Cowboy? Yes. Mm, yeah. And I think it will also be Mike McCarthy's last year. Mm. Oh, definitely. If he loses to, in the first round, oh, wild card, yes. Yeah, we if Dallas doesn't if Dallas loses this game, we could see them go into rebuild. I think. Oh yeah, I think definitely is that time if they do. Uh, so wow, got the upset. Noah, do you have the upset? Uh, as much as I want to, I gotta <laughs> give it slightly to the Cowboys just because of their home field advantage. Um, I feel like that plays like a so much of a bigger role in with teams in playoffs. Um. Uh, I'll, I'll be rooting for the Packers, but uh, I think the Cowboys' offense will find ways to keep scoring points when they need to, and um, they just got to hope that defense figures it out. Uh, I know that defense has been a big roller coaster, especially like in the second half of the year. Um, if they contain, if they can control Jordan Love and contain him, I think they got that uh, game won. So that's that's what I think. Of. I think I think Packers will. I can see Packers like keeping it a good game for most of the game. But uh, yeah, I think I think Cowboys will just barely come out on top. Barely come out on top. So, or, uh, they'll come out on top. Yeah. <laughs> wow, wow. I'm going with the Cowboys, um, and I don't think it's going to be that close. I just I the Packers don't have an offense that can make big plays. Like I think if the Packers get big plays off, it's because the Cowboys made mistakes. Not because like they have that ability. A wide receiver core is suspect. Um, Aaron Jones just got back, so we don't know how he really is. Um, then you have Jordan Love, first time in the playoffs. Gonna have, you know, have to check off the cobweb, so to speak. Gonna have to check off the uh, you know, the jitters and all that stuff. And then you got the Cowboys who have, I mean, like Stephen A dubbed them, they're an accident waiting to happen. But I just think, you know, at least for the wild card round, they're going to be good. 
you know, they got something to prove. Like we all agreed upon is if they go out early, then I don't see Dak Prescott coming back. Uh, and I think Dak Prescott wants to prove that he can win as a cowboy. And then plus their team is just, I think, just way better on paper, at least on paper and in, in play. So I got the Cowboys. All right, last game. Last game, Buccaneers going against the Eagles. I think they got the Monday night slot too. Mm-hmm. What do we have for this game? Matt, start us off. You know, the Eagles, they have really kind of choked at the end of the season. And like, I know injuries have not been kind to them. However, at the end of the day, this is a matchup where I'm like, I still think they're just overall the better team than the Buccaneers. You know, the Buccaneers are coming from the weakest division in football. You know, and the Buccaneers have talent of their own too. Baker Mayfield's played well this year. Mike Evans is one of the still one of the more underappreciated receivers in the entire NFL. However, I think think the Eagles also know the pressure is on and, you know, they've got some allegations going on about them right now. So I think this is an opportunity for them to make a statement. And, you know, even with Jalen Hurts, we don't, you know, who knows what's going on with his finger, that nasty injury he suffered. But I think on just on paper, the Eagles are just a better team. So I think I'm going to give the edge to the Eagles. And, you know, I, the Buccaneers, they did win that division fair and square and whatnot. But yeah, I just I can't see them upsetting the Philadelphia Eagles, even with the turmoil they're going through right now. All right. One for Eagles. Noah, what you got for this game? Eagles. I I, I don't trust the Eagles to go far, but I think they can beat the Bucs. Um yeah. I think the like like Mike just said, uh, I mean the Eagles I just think are the better team talent-wise. Um I don't see the Bucs as a real threat, a playoff threat. I don't think a lot of us do. But, um, yeah, I, I think Eagles win. <laughs> yeah, now I think Baker Mayfield is dealing with um, a rib injury right now. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. So they're just going to make it even tougher for the Buccaneers. You know, they don't have the same team as uh, on defensively, especially. They don't have the same team as they had with Tom Brady. Uh, and then Eagles, are, you know, all the better team, you know, they haven't played like it in the last six, seven weeks. I mean, I'm going to go with the Eagles. I think at least for the wild card round, they're going to be good. Like Noah, do I trust them to go for it? I, not anymore. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's I think it's tough for them. The Super Bowl loser curse is real, people. It is real. Uh, for real. Like, yeah. wow, yeah. Man. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm going to go with the Eagles. I think they're going to win. All right, let's go to our last segment, segment number two. I like to call this build a quarterback. So imagine that we want to be quarterbacks in the NFL, right? (laughs) What abilities would you take from different quarterbacks that's in the league right now and bring it to your own? Like, what would you have as a quarterback that's going to make you successful in the NFL? How many hmm. aspects can I choose from? You choose as many as you want. Okay. Um, I would say personally, the at least the very like top two I'd want is Lamar Jackson's quickness and Joe Burrow's accuracy. Yeah, I think that, that sounds good. Yeah. yeah. I think I think that would be just I think that'd be like totally ideal as like a like a, just a threat quarterback. 
in this game especially if you can run and throw like that accurately at the same time like you're that's gonna be tough to beat so that's just what i think <laughs> what about uh what about quarterback in the historical picture like what would you take from them oh uh, um historical picture like what like prior quarterbacks right yeah like you know the brett falls peyton manning steve young's okay. montana's etc um uh, hmm I probably uh, would like uh, Peyton Manning's game manager mentality. Mm. Um, I think that with those two I just named, uh, I think that'd be just, you know, like the intelligence. I think an intelligent quarterback is so rare to come by these days. And if you have all that with the natural talent, I just think that's that's like your perfect franchise quarterback. I think most of the quarterbacks are intelligent. For you to recite all them plays and change it up and everything, like, I don't have no idea what the hell they talking about. All <laughs> them, <laughs> like, all them cadences and everything, I think all of them are pretty smart. But I, I get you, Peyton Manning was cerebral. Yeah. Cerebral, yes. He, his oh, yes. mind is great, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, okay. Joe Burrow's accuracy, Lamar's legs, and Peyton Manning's brain. Like it, like it. Matt, what about you? All right, so I'm gonna add. I'm gonna go a couple historical quarterbacks to my. Right. I'm gonna take Peyton Manning's IQ. I think that's a no-brainer. You know, everyone can kind of understand that. John Elway's arm strength. Mm. Get down the field. I feel like that coupled with Peyton's IQ, that's just deadly. And then I'm gonna take Patrick Mahomes's improvisation skills, like to make something happen on the run, and you know, make something out of nothing when a play looks broken. You know, and then I and then I'll add one more. Joe Joe Burrow's poise under pressure. You know, he's shown since his days at LSU. I think that'd be you know that'd be a, one of the more unstoppable qualities. Joe Cool, yeah, Joe mm -hmm. Cool. All right, I like it. I like it. Oh, all right. For me, I'm definitely getting Lamar Jackson's legs. <laughs> I need Lamar Jackson. That dude will make you miss in the open field. Nearly a thousand yard quarterback every season definition of a dual threat you're gonna need that in today's nfl so i'm definitely gonna take that i want uh definitely Peyton manning's iq you know far and above probably the best iqs we've seen tom brady's tenacity mm. his will to win just just crazy just crazy driven to win and he's proven time and time again why he's i think the greatest quarterback in nfl history so I'll take that. And then far as I want, I want Cam Newton's bill. Mm, like, mm, so six, five, just six, five. What, what was he like? 250 or something like that. At least yeah. 230. Like <laughs> 230 to 250. Yeah. I'm, I'm that size. And I got Lamar Jackson's legs. You kidding me? That's different. Yeah. And then I'll take, I'll take, uh, Justin Herbert's arm talent too. Mm. Okay. I like his throws. I like I like the way he just zips the ball. That's an elite quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah, yeah. So, who, who, who's quarterback? We we all heard each other's build. Who who has the best build right here, right now at quarterback? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
We all just basically made three like my players that are unstoppable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. three Madden players. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get a few. It's okay. We ain't got to choose. I was just throwing that in there to see oh. <laughs> see if y'all would choose me. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. But that was the end of our NFL wild card episode. We're gonna keep our eyes on all six games that's gonna happen. Stay tuned. Next week we will we will be back for the divisional round. Also, keep in mind, everybody that's listening, that's watching, we are marching towards 100 episodes here on Stacy On Sports. And when we reach 100, we're going to have something special. Also, stay tuned for other announcements too. SOS is growing. We're going to have new segment, new shows, new everything. It's 2024. Y'all see Matt with the watch on. Y'all know what time it is. (laughs) Until next time, we are signing off. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching.